Yo, hi, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. I'm back. Yes, I've missed this. I've missed you. I've missed kind of uh, sharing the everyday goings on and generally trying to figure out life with you. And I'm 48 now, nearly, nearly, nearly 50. And big things are gone. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. It's probably the stuff I'm only allowed to say with my friends, with my kids. I do say yo a lot. I think that's right, yo. Um, It's slightly like Vanessa. Oh, but yo. Now, things are going on in the village. I have to share this with somebody. I've shared it with my friends. I've shared what's going on in the village with a slightly wide, wider, just going to choke on my own mouth juice, um, <laughs> with, with a slightly wider circle of people. There are some things where you just got to share a little bit. So let me share with you some things that are going on. Let's at a macro level, at a bigness level, we're about to coronate a king. And I can't be asked. I'm participating, but I can't. It just doesn't feel right, does it? When I think back to when I when I was small, um, I remember tiny, tiny, teeny, weeny bit the silver, Queen's Silver Jubilee, because there were lots of street parties, which basically back in my day, because this was in the 70s, I wonder when it was actually, when was the Silver Jubilee? Um, it basically consisted of warm squash that was full of sugar and full of aspartame full of things that you definitely shouldn't drink when you're pregnant, like gin. Uh, I always remember my mother-in-law saying, oh, no, don't don't drink squash, Tony, not when you're pregnant, because it's got untatrazine, things like that in it. So warm squash that was really strong, like drinking double concentrated stuff. With, so it didn't quench your thirst at all with party ring biscuits and Father Brown's crisps. That's what I remember. Um, Father Brown, you've got a munchy snack there. Right, Queen's Silver Jubilee was 77, was it? 77. Oh, God, I was two. Oh, fucking hell, I don't remember that. Of course, I don't remember that. I don't remember being two. Maybe it's seeing photos make me think that I did remember it. Um, so there was the Silver Jubilee. Um, and I do remember when Charles and Diana got married because at the local co-op, they installed a television, which was not to capture closed circuit television (laughs) recordings of people shoplifting chocolate cornflake cakes. It was, thankfully for me, it was so that the cashiers could watch the royal wedding. Um, So I do remember that. And I remember being taken on a school trip to wave at the royal train as it went past. And it seemed to be hot then and probably as a form of refreshment, we had flat, really, really strong, really, really warm, warm orange squash. None of this cordial bollocks or presse, but a presse or schlur or 
the stuff that my kids have, have had to drink in their middle class upbringing, they've the only time they've had the joy of disgusting, warm, super concentrated squash is at things like cup camp. So they've they've experienced it. I don't think they've ever had those funny little. Do you remember the little were they sort of triangle? That's not the term. Pyramid shaped packets that you could put in the freezer which was basically really strong squash in um, a cardboard pyramid with a little hole in it that you could stab a plastic straw through. So you could either have them warm or you could have them freezing cold. You'd have to cut the edge off and uh, it was sort of too big to suck like an ice pop. So you just hurt your teeth on them mainly. So the combination thing is happening and there is a gathering at the local park, although it's called Recreation Ground. That was something I had to get used to. Um, I've always said park, but I know lots of people, like people in the village, and I don't know if it's a place thing, but when I was growing up, you had a park, but here you have a rec, the Recreation Ground. So maybe it is if there is space for football pitches, cricket pitches, that kind of thing, because our rec has a park. I don't think a park would have a rec unless it was a national park, but that wouldn't have a wreck. Who knows? Somebody knows. Tell me if you know. Um, so there is a, a big thing down at the wreck where you can take a gazebo. going to take a gazebo because I've got one. Yeah, see, I have a gazebo, but what I haven't got is a yurt or a flipping bell tent or a teepee. All of those things can piss off. Um, I've got a gazebo. And uh, I haven't got any bunting. I haven't got any decorations. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take that because you take a gazebo, they plot them out around a bit of grass, and then you take your own booze. And there's some food trucks, ice cream van. I think there's a circus tent, people going all out. But there is a price to pay. <sighs> Let me tell you what that price to pay is. The price you have to pay, it's free admission. It's free to have a pitch to put your gazebo up at, but the price you have to pay is that it is organised by church people. And so <laughs> you have to, well, you don't have to, and I'm going to opt out of this bit because I've got to take my son to a football match. Um, there's a blessing and I think there is the opportunity to swear your allegiance. And as my friend Chris said, the only things we're throwing allegiance to are our dogs. Um, not going to swear allegiance. What the hell? So the difference is this. The point I was getting to is this. I remember being very small. It's very exciting. It was a yay, bunting, and a yay. Look at the queen. Wave to the queen. Oh, look at the queen mum. Love her. God bless her. So a great picture of the queen mum staring at um, some freshly butchered pigs in Smithfield's market. I think I mentioned that in a previous podcast. I had a wander around and I saw lovely pictures of the Queen Mum. God bless her. Um, she never had Hollywood teeth, did she? No, I'm just saying, bloody hell, you see like um, Middleton teeth, all teeth. I mean, basically all teeth, all teeth. Um, they've been done. Uh, Meghan Markle, they've probably been done. If you've been like a, an actress in America, 
You'd be having them whitened and brightened and straightened, wouldn't you? Queen Mum, she's like, fuck that. Um, so, yeah, I remember that. We used to love the Queen Mum because she loved betting on the horses and she loved to drink. And we all love Princess Margaret because she loved getting drunk and she loved to smoke fags. Um, I quite like Camilla for that reason. I love how she's portrayed in the Windsors. She's just like basically love to have a smoke, love a pint of gin. Um, there's something about her I quite like. And, you know, grew up quite liking Prince Charles, talking to the plants. I have a book that he wrote, The Old Man of Loch Nagar, that my parents bought me when I was very, very small. And I've treasured it. And it's got lovely illustrations, which I thought were by Prince Charles, but they're not. Um, and I thought, well, this is like a piece of memorabilia. This could be worth something one day. But in it, I've written in big pen, this book belongs to Tony Daly. OK, so, uh, yeah, nobody ain't nobody going to want to pay a pretty penny for that. So there used to be a lot of excitement around having a royal family. But now I'm such a cynical bastard. I don't care. And I'd rather not really. But what I do want to do is to see my friends. And that's the whole point of going down to the wreck on Saturday? No, Sunday. And there was I thinking the coronation is taking place on Monday. Because I said, well, it'll be Sunday because Monday we're supposed to stay indoors and watch it. But I think it's actually on Saturday, the coronation. This is how invested I am in it. I mean, it is just, I don't know. It's all kinds of wrong, I think. It is all kind of wrong kinds of wrong. Divine right to rule? I don't think so. All of that wealth amassed by one tiny family and just passed on down. Maybe you marry into it. I don't think so. Completely detached from the rest of the uh, population. Hanging out with some dodgy, dodgy people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, thank you. But I do want to be around some people that I really love and I'm very good friends with. And if it means lugging a gazebo down to the wreck um, and then discreetly slipping away while the blessing takes place so I can drop my son off at his football match. He doesn't want me to watch because why would you want your mum to watch when you're 14 and a half? That would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? So that's going on at the same time. Our local pub is about to reopen and it's been shut for quite some time um, because who'd run a pub nowadays? Costs a bloody fortune. Nobody really values your efforts. Nobody understands. Nobody understands. Nobody understands what it's like. It's hard running a pub. Um, but yeah, the cost involved in running a pub right now would just be horrendous and it's not it's not something you play at you are investing your life in that every waking hour so last landlord couldn't really give a shit about the village um and you might go tony that's not a very nice thing to say because you've just said it's very hard to run a pub and i have but let me tell you this let me explain to you that the previous landlord manager whatever he was um couldn't be asked to fix the sink that was broken for four years the hot tap was so hot that you couldn't wash your hands in it 
So instead of fixing the problem, he stuck a plastic bag over the tap. Not good. And I don't know this, but I've been told it. There was a urinal that was broken for three years. And what did he do? Did he fix it? Did he fuck? He put a plastic bag over it so nobody could urinate in it. So it was not a very friendly pub. It was not a very nice pub to go into. Um, and so it has been fallow for a while, but there's a fellow come to take it over. And today they've been putting up the bunting. Yes. Um, with the aim that they open this weekend. And that's nice, isn't it? That's nice. Someone has been bold and brave enough and must have pockets deep enough to take the pub on. They've been very nice. They've been very active on the local village Facebook page and very brave because if you've listened to previous episodes of this, you will know that our village Facebook page is not necessarily a friendly place to be. No. Um, and it's, yeah, the new landlord-to-be, manager-to-be, I don't know the difference between a manager and a landlord. Please educate me. And um, he said, hi, I want to take over the pub. Uh, please come and visit my other pub to see what it is like when I run a pub. And his other pub is very nice. Lots of positive responses about that. But at the same time, when you ask people for their opinion, a terrible thing is going to happen because they're going to give you their opinion. So here's one comment on our village Facebook page resulted in people having a nervous breakdown. Oh my God, what you want to do see is, and one person put nine comments on there in a row, didn't wait for anybody to respond, just basically said, I want this, I want this, I want that, I want this. Um, there were, let's bring it back to the good old days. Let's put a jukebox in. Let's put a karaoke machine in. Let's put a dartboard and a pool table in. Fun fact, the pub has a dartboard and a pool table. So this is people that ain't set foot in the fucking pub for years. Um, there were also people saying, yeah, let's put it back to when you had three separate bars. But let me tell you, when it had three separate bars or three separate rooms, because it had a public bar, which is always a bar that members of the public really don't want to go into for the drinkers. It had a lounge bar slash restaurant where you could go and lounge and have something to eat. And then it had a kind of pool room at the back. Um, but let me tell you, when it was like that, we lived in the village. We drank at that pub and we had friends over and went and had dinner at the pub. And whilst we were having dinner with our friends, saying to them, come enjoy our village a fight broke out in the public bar uh, between a group of women and you could say tony it doesn't matter who the fight is between and i think you'd be correct you don't want to hear a fight um but there's something special about hearing a group of women really really going for it really yelling at the top of their voice and throwing their fists around. So I don't want it to be like that anymore. Thank you very much. But some people do. Some people miss the things. And maybe this brings us in a kind of full circle way. Some people miss the times in their lives where they were, well, of course you would, where you were happiest, where things felt simpler, where maybe you were just a young gun having some fun. Um, 
when you're in your 20s. And so I remember when the, when the royal family was something to be celebrated when I was very, very, very young and life was incredibly simple. Um, I don't want to drink that bloody squash again, though. So there's so much more. There's so much more we could share and talk about. This is a bumper return episode. I have I have missed this. I have missed you all. I hope that you are enjoying going to enjoy the return of the Tony Daily. Let's see. Let's see how long this this goes for. And and in part, I want to say thanks to Christiana, um, who I spoke to today because she said, oh, I'm listening to the Tony Daily. And I was like, hmm, I haven't recorded an episode for ages. So why not kind of get it revved up, kick started again? There's plenty to share with you, plenty going on. And I'm sure you want to know <laughs> if we have a if we have a bust up down the wreck at the weekend. Yeah, you're here for that. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Tell me what you think. Share with me your stories and I will be back with you tomorrow.